Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for the podcast powered by Coffee and Mountain Dew. The Morning Five with Bryce Sparling and Billy Lindahl. Good morning, West Georgia. Welcome into the Morning Five podcast. Today is Tuesday, September 20th. And as always, it is presented by the Parian Lawyers. Nobody wakes up thinking, man, I hope I hire a lawyer today. But hey, life happens. Don't call one of those big law firms with overused slogans and thousands of billboards. We have a top-notch law firm right here in West Georgia. The Parian Lawyers with offices in Carrollton and Bremen. Personal injury, workman's comp, and everything in between. Find them at callcadenow.com. That's C-A-L-L-C-A-D-E. N-O-W.com. Local lawyers, catchy slogans, a few billboards, big results. Billy, we have some absolutely fantastic food days today, and I love all three of these bad boys. Me too. Holy so crap. So we're going to start start off number one right here, top, top of the list. Yep. And this is something, honestly, you know what? I could probably eat this for every meal for the rest of my life and be okay with it. It's it's pepperoni pizza, baby. Yeah, pepperoni pizza day, man. It's 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 a classic. Um, there's nothing wrong with pepperoni pizza. There's nothing wrong with pepperoni. There's nothing wrong with pizza. Um, and it's it's perfect. I'm, I'm good what, with this day. What's your favorite type of pizza? Like topping uh, wise, you know, nothing crazy and all, nothing like cheeseburger pizza. But like, you know, what's what's your favorite topping to put on pizza? Like just one individual. Yeah, let's it's, go one topping. One topping to put on pizza. What is it? It would have to be pepperoni. It's pretty undefeated, man. It's it's pretty. I, I think I think I might go Italian sausage just to change it up a little bit because I like that little spicy kick in there. But dude, pepperoni pizzas. My my kids try to tell me when we get pizza to order cheese pizza. Um, so I order pepperoni pizza and I say if you don't like it, you can get the hell out of my house because we don't eat cheese pizza in this house. We eat pepperoni pizza. Um, and Little Caesars, dude, $5 hot and ready, pepperoni pizza, undefeated all day. It's it's the greatest deal in all of food. Is it real pepperoni? Who knows? Is it real cheese? Probably not, but Is it real it's dough? five bucks. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, who knows? But it's five bucks hot and ready, baby, and I can feed my entire family for $15. So and, there goes, and there goes the possibility of Little Caesars ever sponsoring us. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never say Little Caesars pizza is good, but it's not bad for what you pay. <laughs> Next food day today, Billy, is National Queso Day. Dude, sign me the F up. Oh, my God. Both both of these days are just perfect. Give me queso all day, every day. You know what? They're... Give me queso to dip my pepperoni pizza into. Oh, that's pretty you know? good, too. Let's just let's just load up on the dairy, you know. I, I don't need to go to the bathroom for a week. Let's do pepperoni pizza dipped in queso. <laughs> uh I, would you consider the the dip you make for football season, which is phenomenal? Would you s- consider that in the queso family of dips? Mm, I don't think so. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, I was wondering I it, this morning. Yeah, I don't think I don't think so. Okay. Uh, yeah, queso is undefeated. It's what we get at the me- uh, Mexican restaurants every time we go there. And then National Fried Rice Day. That's Who doesn't like fried please. rice? I know, man. And the. When those people at when you go to uh, hibachi restaurants and they're like, "Do you want fried or steamed?" I'm like, "Really? really? Uh, why do you ask that question?" Yeah, like who? Listen, if anybody comes in and says they want steamed rice, you kick them out of your restaurant. That should be you know one of those things. I want steamed rice. Well, 
Yeah, watch you leave. Watch you leave there, pal. And we, you know, we go to those hibachi restaurants. I don't like hibachi, so I eat sushi. I love sushi, but I always get fried rice. I'm like, I'm like, I need a little, I need a little side serving of that hey, fried rice we, right here. Before we get started on the sports, I gotta, I gotta throw this out there. Um, today is my mom and stepfather's 25th wedding anniversary. So happy anniversary to mom and and Steve. I appreciate everything you've done for me and, and congratulations on 25 years that's awesome that's fantastic uh bill you know what else is fantastic oh god give me something good the bravos got a win last night five two on a four game win streak right now Let's uh go. Beat the nats unfortunately the mets did win but you just kind of take care of business you you take care of what you can take care of and let the other chips fall where they may you're gonna have a three game set uh, and a couple of uh, about a week and a half, two weeks with the Mets. So keep winning, keep it up. The, you know, we go into that series against the Mets one game back. I'll be happy. Uh, Riley, Darno, Harris, Contreras, and Rosario, all with RBIs. I was wondering this morning. I wonder if that's the most RBIs by individuals in one game for the Braves. I don't. I don't remember seeing. A, I don't remember seeing a Braves game recently where we had that many people all contribute with RBIs. I'm sure it's happened, but it's, it's feel like it's been a while. It's been um, a minute. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. So that's five guys contributing with RBIs. Kyle Wright last night, another gym. Six innings, two earned runs, seven Ks. I, I mean, you can't ask for much more from our starting pitching than they've been giving us for the past, I don't know, two weeks, two, three weeks. I feel like night in and night out, we almost never have a hiccup. I mean, six it's innings, 20 pitched. wins, right? Uh, like, I, he's I, at 19. That was is his he at 19 now? Win. Jesus, and, and is that where is that in MLB ranks? I know for a while he was ranking pretty close to being at the top. Hold on, let me check and see. Because uh, why is this? I hate ESPN in the morning. By the way, uh, it never it never updates. So that is that is first place in the MLB. I'm not sure if he's tied, but yeah, 19 wins right now. First place in all of Major League Baseball wins for Kyle Wright. Uh, I did not have that on my on my preseason list Kyle Wright leading the MLB in wins <laughs> yeah uh, unfortunately the Mets did win last night we're still a game back of them Kenley Jansen does get his 35th save uh, which is good for second in the MLB and I believe he did that last night I don't believe he allowed a single base runner which that's what I want to see not necessarily you know the 35th win or the 35th save is great but to see Jansen come in, get the save, throw eight pitches, and allow no base runners, that is what I want. A stress-free ninth. Yeah, uh, clean inning is, is definitely exactly. useful. Exactly. Doesn't have to be you know dominant. Only struck out one guy. That's fine. Don't strike anybody. Don't strike out anybody. That's fine. But just come in, no walks, low pitch count, no hits, and get out of there. That's, that's what I want, especially when you have a three-run lead. You don't have to be perfect. You know, uh, Just come in. Get the job done and get out of there with a dub. So, Braves, winners again. Riley yeah. belts his 37th home run of the season. Uh, going for 40. Might get over four. What's the Braves' uh, record for single-season home runs? Do you know? Oh, it's, it's up there. Uh, I'm pretty sure Andrew hit like 50 at one point. That's what I was thinking. It was somewhere It was somewhere like low 50s. I'll check that out. I'll, have to, I'll, I'll, I'll look that up, and uh, I'll bring it back to you later in the podcast today. All right, uh, so last Tuesday, we had a little bit of fun with some audio. And uh, so this Tuesday, uh, I want to do the same. And I think we're, this is going to be a recurring segment because this is just too much fun to deal with. 
so uh, this first clip we're gonna we're gonna listen to. Um, everybody remembers Mark Sanchez for the butt fumble, right? Um, unfortunately for him, he had a great career at, at USC, but once he got to the NFL, the one thing people remember him for is the butt fumble. Well, he's doing color commentary now, and he was at the uh, Falcons Rams game this weekend, and he had some interesting takes. And this first one, uh, it's definitely aimed at the uh, younger generation here. I mean, Shelton's clearing out defenders faster than a teenager clears his search history on his web browser. Holy smokes. Bryce, when I first heard this, I was like, there's no way he just said this on live radio, <laughs> on live TV. Uh, like, zero chance he just said that. Like, did oh, I really there. just hear that? Oh, he went there. <laughs> That's, uh, who knew Mark Sanchez was, you know, he wasn't a great quarterback. He wasn't bad. I know he gets remembered for the buff fumble. He wasn't bad. But who knew that Mark Sanchez was going to be a better announcer than he was an NFL quarterback? Do you think the people at Fox who did the game were like, I hear that and we're like, Oh, they're probably rolling. <laughs> they, the guys at Fox, especially the guys in the in the van or the booth or whatever, they're probably rolling. Fox, Fox can print money. This next one, he continues to, uh, I guess, aim at the younger generation. It's one thing to drop it in the bucket. It's another thing to drop it in a shot glass or a red solo cup. I mean, come on, man. He's so good at that. I honestly love it, man. Like, that's football is generational there's no doubt but you definitely need to start aiming at a younger generation because the people that are your age that are my age that are older than us all mostly love the nfl the younger kids yeah you just got to make sure that you balance it that 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 the red the red solo cup reference i think that was a i don't know i think that was reaching a little bit the browser history one was gold that was fantastic but the uh the red solo cup one I don't know. I think that I think that might have been reaching. I'm not saying I don't like it. I just uh, just think he was reaching a bit for a uh, for, for a comment. Okay. This next one uh, is from uh, Monday. This is this is Monday morning on the uh, Good Morning Football program on NFL Network. Right. Jamie Erdahl, who is the new uh, host on here. Well. She just kind of got and uh, forgot that she's on live TV. And Mike McDaniel is no Nick Saban. Nick Saban is losing his head. Uh, he is throwing his headset. He is looking at What are you really doing? Is. Take care of the ball. How could you have done this? 16 <laughs> yards? There's been so many moments that I worry about this when I'm doing the podcast that I'm going to drop. Like, so the many. you dared? Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> it was pretty great. She dropped it on live TV. And, but luckily, she dropped and it on talking, a show. And talking you know, about freaking Nick Saban, too. Nick Saban, yeah. And, it, it, you know, luckily, you know, no one watches, you know, Good Morning Football. You know, it's not a massive show that literally every single NFL front office has turned on the entire, you know, uh, yeah, in the morning. Yeah, it's not ev- in every single place in the NFL. <laughs> oh, that was funny, man. And I like how she goes on just like nonchalantly, like it didn't even happen. And old Cuzzy gives the uh, Jim Halpert look into the uh, into the camera that was that's what made it for me like like her dropping the s-bomb was funny but then old cuzzy at the end of the table looking into the camera like they're filming the office and just smiling that was the cherry on top ah uh, okay 
again, another quarterback that you probably mostly remember for the things he did in college. Robert Griffin III is now, um, and he's doing a great job at doing a fantastic job. He's he's pretty good at color. Um, this one, he was stretching a little bit with uh, <laughs> with it, but it made a very interesting reference. Hey, Mark, I think I got that nickname. What is it? It's uh, Big Penix en- Energy. Yeah. He's he got is. Big Penix Energy. <laughs> he is rolling. He... Uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's definitely a younger generation quote there. <laughs> younger generation reference. Just be sure to enunciate when you say stuff like that, RG3. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you on it. I like the nickname. Just make sure you enunciate. And like you said, dude, RG3, uh, even outside of his color commentary, like when he's on ESPN and stuff doing analytics and everything, he's really good, man. I really enjoy him. Yeah. it's That, that caught me by surprise. The first time I heard RG3 uh, on some of the you know ESPN segments, I was like, I was like, wow, this guy's really, you know, obviously he knows what he's talking about. He was in the NFL, but he can, you know, he can speak about it really uh, plainly to so us morons can understand it. He's really smart. <laughs> Where did he go to college at? Baylor? Yeah. Yeah, Baylor. Yeah. Finally, another RG3 clip, and this one had me rolling. I had I had to send this to you immediately, and I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. There oh, it is. Oh, you okay. saw it right there. He kind of double clutched a little bit. You know what we call that? No, premature snapulation. Oh man, can't be doing that. Not a good deal. Not- premature snapulation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the best one. Uh, that's the best one. <laughs> Set it into a live microphone. Oh my god! I've always heard that as called oh spitting god. the bit. You know, before you know when you make a pre-snap penalty. <laughs> I have never heard premature snapulation. That is that is an RG that's that's an RG three ism. He's right up there with a Madden ism for that one. That's fantastic. I've never heard that. Oh god, uh, that's great. Yeah, I got tears in my eyes now. Thank you. That was that was fantastic. That's the way to start <laughs> off your morning with a premature snapulation. And I will now call it that from now on on Friday nights. So any false starts will be premature snapulation. That is fantastic. Yeah, that was I'm writing fun that with one audio. down. That was that was great. That was great. Great segment. <laughs> that is a that's going to be a staple the rest of the football season oh, and possibly basketball season. Percent, man. <laughs> that's fantastic. Uh, Billy, the AP poll came out for college football a couple days ago. You have your you have your top five here. Um, you have UGA one, Bama two, Ohio State three, USC four, and Oklahoma five. Uh, the AP poll looks a little different, so. Uh, UGA, Bama, and Ohio State. We all we both agree on that top three right there. Uh, Michigan is four. What do you have them? Seven behind Oklahoma and uh, uh, USC. Uh, I think they're around seven. Yeah, seven. I, yes. I think I think USC's got a better opportunity. Um, a team up north really hasn't played. They've played people. nobody. Yeah, they've played the three teams they've played. I think are battling for you know how ESPN comes out with the ten worst college football programs. Yeah, like uh, you know the, like the bottom ten they call it. the The three teams Michigan has played, I believe, one or two of them are in the bottom ten, and the other one like is just out of the bottom ten. So yeah, they've played 
absolutely no one. Um, yeah, but for me, four through seven, Michigan, Clemson, Oklahoma, USC. I, I'm, I'm with you. I think Oklahoma and USC are better than in, better than Michigan and Clemson. But those four are sort of interchangeable, I think. Uh, four, five, six, seven, Michigan, Clemson, Oklahoma, USC. I think those four are interchangeable. I think this is. I think the top ten is is paired in groups. Uh, so UGA is in a group of its own right now, in my opinion. At number one, nobody's even close to them. Oh. Bama and Ohio State are sort of in that second tier. Uh, in the two and three, Michigan, Clemson, Oklahoma, and USC are in tier three, four through seven, and then tier four is Kentucky, Oklahoma State, and Arkansas. I would have said before this weekend that Arkansas was better than Kentucky and Oklahoma State, but they had a tough time this weekend against uh, who did they play like Missouri State or something like that? I they, think they got hit yeah right over by the struggle bus. Yeah, Man. that was uh, and they were they were down like twenty seven to seventeen in the fourth quarter or something like they they did not play a good game this weekend. So and Kentucky looked good. Um, I forget who Kentucky played, but they 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 looked good this weekend. So I think there's a couple tiers in there, and I'm not going to argue with anybody that says Oklahoma and USC are better than Michigan and Clemson at this point in the season because Michigan hasn't played anybody. Uh, Clemson will get tested this week. They they play Wake, they play a good Wake Forest team who's undefeated. Um, so yeah, I mean I, I I don't I don't know I can't argue too much. It, it doesn't really matter because I don't think anybody is even close to Georgia at the moment. Like. We'll find would, out. would you would you I'm favor anybody over Georgia right now like, yeah on the, on right now schedule no on, on no 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 anybody in college you play oh. at a at a neutral site would you favor anybody in oh. college right now playing Georgia oh and the funny thing is is most most of them I would set the line at at least seven um if not more you it even with Emma and Ohio State I think that it wouldn't be three it would be it would be seven I mean that's how Highly, I think of UGA right now. Yeah, I, I would say UGA, Bama, and UGA, Ohio State at a neutral site. I think I think UGA would be a seven and a half point favorite. Yeah, and if they're anything lower, I would take I would take UGA because they're. I mean, that that defense got better somehow, and the offense. I mean, I mean Stetson Bennett I'm is a, sure is they, a dark I'm horse not sure the defense has gotten better because, th- to be fair, they they've played a Oregon team who is okay. Um, Samford or even gave them a, ch- a chance to test them and a South Carolina team who is just not good. Um, so it, it's they went 11 straight quarters. They went no. 11 straight quarters without allowing a touchdown, like even a garbage time touchdown. The only touchdown that they've allowed was a garbage time touchdown when Georgia put in their their water boys and their towel boys to South Carolina in the fourth quarter. I mean, I think that I think that defense is better this year than than it was last year. I mean, they they allowed three points to an Oklahoma team that put up seventy the week after they played Georgia, and then they put up forty one against the twelfth ranked BYU team. I mean, that I think that defense is better. I think that defense is better this year than they were last year, despite everybody that they graduated, which is just an absurd number. Let's get to the Marine South scoreboard. Be sure to check out our friends at Marine South. If you have a boat or want a boat, go check and give Clay Harden and friends at Marine South a call. Uh, they will take care of you. Um, there's been several times lately over the past couple of weeks that I've been in Marine South just kind of hanging out with Clay and watching him handle his business at his actual business. It's been great. Great to see. 
on the Clay Harden is the best at motorboating out in the west side. I mean, if you got, if you need, you know, anything like that, yeah, Clay Harden's your guy for motorboating. Uh, on the Marine South scoreboard, softball Central beat Noonan yesterday, four to two. Greenman beat Hard County nine to one. That game, I am a little bit surprised at. Uh, as bad as Hard County has beaten, you know, Central, and then who was it before? Villarica. Villarica, um, yeah. You know, Bremen, the fact that Bremen beat him that bad was makes my eyes kind of pop open and say Bremen's a really good team. Um, Armouche beat uh, Temple 9-8 to eight last night in um, softball as well. On the Stump It Games and Events calendar, also please go visit our friends. If you have a stump that needs to be ground, grounded, um, Check out our friends uh, Tim Horsley at Stump It. Uh, they will get, get out to you and take care of your business. In softball, Bowden is at Mount Zion today at 5.30. Campbell is at Carrollton at 5.30. Sonoraville is at Central at 5.30. Temple at Hurd County at 5.30. And then Villarica at Jackson at 5.55. In volleyball, Carrollton's at home versus Pebblebrook. At 6.30, Central's at home versus Heritage and Cedartown at 5. Heard County is at Temple versus Greenville and Temple. Temple is at home versus Greenville and, Temp- and Heard County. And then Villarica is at home versus Banneker and Tri-Cities. And that is your Stump It Games and Events calendar. Billy, you need another cup of coffee this morning, man? Absolutely, I do. Let's go ahead and get one. Another cup of coffee brought to you by Realtor Hannah Strawn with Robert Goolsby Real Estate Group. Billy, I did look up while we were doing the audio stuff. Who has the most home runs in Braves history? And it was uh, Andrew Jones in 2005 with 51. Yeah. Uh, the crazy thing about that is the guy in second place for the most home runs for a Braves in a single season, Hank Aaron, in 1971, hit 47. Uh, four home runs shy of Andrew Jones. And he played in 21 less games yeah he played in 139 games that season and andrew jones played in 160 hank I'm, aaron greatest baseball player to ever play baseball i'm pretty sure that trooper jones was third or somewhere around there with 45 for his mvp season in 99 chip hit let's see where is his 99 season can't find it i know it's up here i just saw it um it has it's to up, be there, up there though like, yeah. yeah yeah it's it's uh yeah here it is i, I just can't read he hit 45 yep. he hit 45 in 1999 and galarraga hit 44 and 98 i'd forgotten that i knew galarraga was a good player but i forgot he hit 44 home runs in 1998 yeah that's uh it's pretty crazy it's nuts uh mike evans has been suspended by the nfl for his part in the scuffle from sunday billy do you agree or disagree with this uh action taken by the nfl I agree that he should have been suspended. I also agree that Mike Marshawn Lattimore should have been suspended. Um, You can't just straight up, (laughs) which I love. I loved every part of it, but you can't do what he did um, and not get suspended, honestly. Um, I'm, I'm fine with him kicking him out of the game. I'm not fine with him suspending him. It's football. It's not ballet dancing. This isn't know, ice skating. You, this is football. This is grown it's men after, getting pissed off of each other. It's Why not? Who cares? It's football. Who cares? It's football. It's football. It's not ballet dancing. This isn't baseball. This isn't basketball. It's football. There's a different mentality. There's no reason to suspend these guys. Then there's definitely no reason to suspend just one person because Marshawn Lattimore was the antagonist in this. Yes. You know? 
Um, so no, I don't. I I don't. I don't agree with this. I don't think they should have been suspended at all. It's football. It's football. What are we doing? Who cares? It's football. They're not one of your precious quarterbacks who are not NFL football players in the first place. So who cares? They're, they're, it's a wide receiver and a DB. Let them play. I, I, I hate this. I absolutely hate this. It leaves a bad taste in my mouth. I already hate what they're doing in the NFL. Uh, per Shams, Sharanya, NBA and the union are discussing lowering the draft eligibility age to 18, clearing the way for high school players to make the jump to the pro ranks again. Um, I, I don't want to say I'm not in favor of this because I'm... I, I think there are certain high school kids that are ready to be in the NBA. Um, LeBron James is, is kind of a, you know, a one-off because he is, he's one of the goats. You know, there, there's been a couple of kids that have come straight from high school into the NBA and made it, but there's also, also been a ton of kids that go straight from high school to the NBA and, and flounder and flop out. So yeah. uh, LBJ, you know, OB, um, oh, what's his name? Does anybody the remember Knicks. Sebastian Pelfair? Yes, I do remember Sebastian <laughs> he, he did it. Um, oh, crap. Who was the next guy? He ended up being a... Didn't he end up being a, a hawk? I, yeah, he did. Uh, I don't remember. God bless it. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. I don't remember. But yeah, I mean, there, there, there's <laughs> been... Yeah, there, there's been uh, there's been NBA players that have done it successfully, but there's been a ton that, that haven't. So... I, I don't know. It's one of the, it's one of those things where uh, I'm in favor of not restricting the kids' options, but I mean, you kind of need that time to develop. Maybe just go to the G League. Maybe be able to enter into the draft and go to the G League. Uh, NHL training camp begins today, Billy. This week, Colorado Avalanche are in training camp. How hyped are you for the NHL season essentially starting back again soon? I can't wait for them to get back. Honestly, I I miss me some hockey i know that this is football season i understand that thousand percent but i cannot wait 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 for it so how are your blackhawks gonna be this year horrible absolutely horrible oh well yeah never mind sorry i gotta pick a team this year i think i'm gonna go with the blue jackets i think i'm just gonna go with my ohio my ohio fandom and stick with the blue jackets by the way and i just completely forgot about this the the player that i was thinking about actually went to college um and played a year i think he played at syracuse for a year oh well all right (laughs) buffalo bills cornerback last night dane jackson taken to the hospital for evaluations after a neck injury suffered from a collision with his own teammate uh, one of the most gruesome neck injuries I think I've ever seen on a football field. And I was honestly terrified uh, when I saw it. And I usually don't get scared when I see football hits because I love the collisions and the high-speed stuff that happens in the NFL. I was absolutely legitimately terrified, but they said he was moving his extremities when he was uh, taken off of the field by the ambulance. I knew it was bad when they immediately brought the ambulance onto the field to get him and both and the entirety of both teams came out uh, to see him into the ambulance, um, but he is—he is moving all of his extremities. Beyond that, I—I I haven't seen an update yet. Um, but it was a very, very gruesome, gruesome injury. And if you are squeamish, I would not suggest going to watch it. It's pretty cool. It's pretty I bad. don't need to go watch it. I would—I wouldn't, man. It's yeah. It makes me hurt. Uh, Las Vegas police are investigating allegations a fan struck the Arizona Cardinals quarterback Kyler Murray. Uh, I watched this video back about 15 times, and I I couldn't see any fans striking 
Kyler Murray. I saw Kyler Murray getting close to the crowd and like people grabbing him or patting him or something. But I didn't see anybody ever strike Kyler Murray. But something obviously happened because he turned around and, you know, I guess he thought he was playing Cod. He, he turned around and went to hit somebody or something. So I, I don't know. It's a weird situation that uh, we'll, we'll see if anything comes of it. But, you know, if you don't want this to happen, don't get that close to the crowd. If you want to hand a football to somebody, you can toss it to them. And you can be two or three feet from them and toss it to them. Don't get that close to the crowd if you don't want to, you know, interact with people. Right. I don't know. I just, yeah, just stay out of there. And today in 1913, U.S. Men's Golf, uh, the country club up in uh, Massachusetts, 20-year-old amateur Fa- Francis Amwet wins Met. his only open title. In an 18-hole playoff, five strokes ahead of Britain's Harry Varner, Varden and Ted Ray. Have you ever seen the movie Greatest Game Ever Played? Uh, no. It's it's actually really good. It's Francis Wimette, and it was... Um, uh, why am I... Shia LaBeouf. Shia I know Shia LaBeouf's in it. Yeah, Shia LaBeouf yeah. played yeah. Francis, and it's actually really, really well done. Um should, uh, you should check it out. I know you're not a sports movie fan, but it's it's actually pretty well done. And considering what's done during what happened during that era is it's actually pretty good. So that's all. That's always what I've heard. I've heard it's a really good movie. Um, that that is on my watch list for golf movies. Uh, as is the Legend of Bagger Vance. I've never seen that. So oh, that was good too. That is, yeah. That's what I've that's what I've heard. Not you know me. I'm not a big. I'm not a big movie guy, but I'm especially not a big sports movie guy, which is very odd because I'm such a big sports fan. <laughs> Matt Damon playing a drunk. And Matt Damon. Damon. <laughs> Matt Damon. I'm so glad you and I go to the same spot. <laughs> oh, Billy, you got anything else to add on a Tuesday, man? Nope. Happy anniversary, Mom and Steve. Love you. Awesome. Let's get out of here. Let's get our Taco Tuesday started, and we will see you all tomorrow. Same time, same place. Shake your neighbors! Just shake them! Shake your neighbors! <laughs>